1: This headline podcast is presented by BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks.
0: Breaking news from The Athletic.
1: The big targets are starting to move leading up to Friday's MLB trade deadline. Joey Gallo is headed to the Bronx along with Joeli Rodriguez in exchange for four prospects. I'm Tim McMaster along with The Athletic's Yankees reporter, Lindsay Adler, and Rangers reporter, Levi Weaver. Lindsay, I'll start with you. This It feels like a dream for Yankee Stadium, the left-handed power hitter who hits mammoth home runs going into the ballpark with the short porch in right field. He also strikes out a lot, but just talk about how he fits with what the Yankees are trying to do here to put together uh, a second-half run.
2: Yeah, the Yankees, despite having, you know, some of the most notable power hitters in the game already, they've really kind of been lacking for power this year. Um, they've been, you know, cobbling together a lot of close games, but they need the power and they definitely needed the left-handed help and they need the outfield help. And Levi recently wrote about Joey Gallo's defense, which seems to be much better than people would think for a, you know, six foot five power hitter, Um, which is interesting to me because Aaron judge is also someone whose defense gets really overlooked out in right field. So Gallo, you know, Gallo is going to hit it into the air. Um, He doesn't necessarily need the 314 foot short porch because everything he hits seems to be 475 feet, but um, you know, power to him, literally. Um, But it, it, it gives the Yankees another option. And I think they needed something like this to sort of maybe put some, some jolt into the season. They're, they're on a, you know, they're, they've, one, two of three of the Rays against the Rays so far. Third one today, so they could, you know, get ready to go on a little bit of a roll. And and having someone like like Gallo, who seems to be both, you know, a very productive player, but also just a good clubhouse guy. I think that's a really big benefit for them.
1: Yeah, and certainly anybody who thought the Yankees might sell, they are not selling. So over to you, Levi. And this is a Rangers team that's in this rebuild and. Joey Gallo was supposed to be kind of part of that rebuild, but now a few years in and he gets traded away, so what is the state of things in Texas after a deal like this?
0: I mean, Gallo wasn't the only one that was supposed to be a part of this, but you look back at the names, you know, if you look back at 2013 or 14, you're like, alright, this this team might not need to do a full rebuild, they might just reload, they've got Rugnetto door, who by the way is now also a Yankee. Uh, Nomar Mazzara, Chichi Gonzalez is on the way. You know, Martin Perez is this young exciting guy. Michael Machuela has got some health injuries, but he's going to be great. They signed Julio Pablo Rodriguez lately. Uh, Ronald Guzman is this great defensive first baseman. <laughs> so far, just none of those guys have panned out, um, and they traded away some guys too for the you know in the Cole Hamels deal and. But yeah, I mean, by and large, that just did not work. And so I think the plan now, well, I say now, the the plan coming into this season was they acquired a bunch of guys that were in that sort of 24 to 28 age range to sort of try to replace that, what I would call the failed core. So you bring in Nate, or sorry, it's Nathaniel now, Nathaniel Lowe, uh, Nick Solak was maybe going to be part of that, uh, Isaiah Kiner Falefa at shortstop. Gallo was part of that crew, um, Eli White, and then let's see what Leody Tavares can do. And, and you know, you have kind of just seen what the Rangers have done this year. kiner Falefa is a big leaguer, but I don't know that he's proven. In fact, I know that he has not yet proven that he can hit enough to be a full-time guy. Nate Lowe has struggled hitting fastballs. Um, that core does not appear to be a core so much as now it appears to be something that they hope will supplement the next young core, which is... Uh, right now looking at their, at their farm system, it's, it's in double A. I mean, the Frisco team is really good. You've got Josh Young down there. Sam Huff is a Joey Gallo type power, um, and may be able to do that at catcher. Uh, they've got, their rotation is great now. Cole Wynn is good. Cole Reagan's just got there. They've got a, a lot of guys in that sort of 20 to 23 age range now, um, and yeah, that's kind of where the rebuild is. We're looking at 2023, maybe 24. They just signed Jack Leiter, their first round pick yesterday. And you look at the ages of these guys that came over they're kind of all in that 22, 23 age range. So uh, with, the, with the exception of Glenn Otto, I guess, who is 25. But but yeah, I mean, that's kind of the, the window we're looking at now. The the one that they thought was going to be there has, I guess, passed. And, and Gallo is, there's no bigger example of that than the fact that Gallo succeeded and now he's gone. So
1: not, immediate, uh, not immediately coming, but not that far away in AA. So uh, there is reportedly money going to the Yankees in this deal as well, which is rare. You don't think of that when the Yankees make a deal, being the team that receives the extra cash. But, Lindsay, we'll see whether or not they're done at this point over the next you know 24 hours or so. But it does seem, when you think about them getting this money, that it's still very important for them to do their best to stay under the luxury tax, right?
2: Yeah, it's pretty interesting. I mean, I think um they have some cushion so i would think that you know they have the flexibility to make some more moves i would say they could use some established pitching help um some pitching depth as well potentially a shortstop. um but it's interesting to me to see them sort of you know definitely being buyers and finding a way to escape under the luxury tax threshold that they've honestly been like fairly close to all year anyway. Fangraphs um, did a calculation of what their, you know, CBT payroll would look like if they were taking on Gallo and Rodriguez's salaries, and it put them like $500,000 short of the tax threshold. So they're really going to be sort of dancing right below it, it would be interesting if they're able to go all in and still not exceed that threshold i'm, I'm guessing that's the goal but it's like they moved Louis sessa and justin wilson to cincinnati so they kind of got an out from under the justin wilson obligation for this year and the rest of next year um i imagine you know i've, I've heard that this is a, a great package going back to texas um so I imagine that helps, but it's it's definitely interesting to see other teams picking up the Yankees tab.
1: And you mentioned it, Lindsay, the good package going back the other way, and that is the benefit, Levi, of paying that extra money, right? You pay the money, you get the better prospects in return.
0: Yeah, and what's, what's wild is that it, an, the original package that we were hearing, there were actually two others uh, as a part of it, but I guess... Maybe it sounds like the Yankees were a little bit scared off by John King's recent uh, stint on the injured list. And so instead of John King, it ended up being Joey Rodriguez in the deal. Um, but the four that they got, you know, I, this is always the the, uh, the moment of panic when you cover a big league team. And it's hard enough to keep up with the Rangers prospects, much less the prospects of, you know, 29 other uh, organizations. And so it's just immediately like a flurry of texts, to, like scouts and evaluators, like, who is this guy? What position do they play? How is his name spelled? <laughs> like who, <laughs> who, who did the Rangers get? And uh, so far, what I've got so, seems to be uh positive, uh, you know, Smith and Duran seem to be the two big package or the, the two biggest pieces. Uh, what I've got so far describes Smith as being uh hitterish, which is a great baseball word. That is not a real word. Um, the idea that he would probably stick at shortstop, However, his defensive profile from what I hear is not as strong but can also hit and then Duran I guess uh the the profile on him is that if he stops chasing as much as he does then he's probably going to be an extremely good hitter um but they they think that the the scouts that I have talked to think that Smith and Duran are probably gonna be regular big leaguers which is you know what the rangers need uh what they really need now at this point is like some star power it seems like they've assembled a good group of um, big leaguers on the way up. Let's see how many of them develop into stars. Maybe just Justin Foscue is that guy in high A. I don't know. Josh Young, maybe at double at A could be that guy, but we'll see. And then as far as Glenn Otto goes, I think he's an interesting one because he's 25. I've heard him described as possibly a fourth starting pitcher. Um, the Rangers need some big league innings this year. So he may be the first of the four to, to make it to the big leagues. They may just need somebody to come up and pitch um, to, to, to fill some innings for them because they've had quite a few injuries. And frankly, the, you know, Jordan Lyles had a good start last night, but a couple of him and Mike Fulton, have not exactly been eating the innings that the Rangers had hoped of late. So, so yeah, he might be the first one to, to make it to the big leagues.
1: All right. Great stuff, Lindsay and Levi. Thanks for joining our breaking news coverage. Go to the Athletics Headlines section for much more on this story. And to hear more, you can ask your Google Assistant to play news from The Athletic. You can also visit theathletic.com slash headline pod and save 33% off an annual subscription to The Athletic.